어머 베스트 걸 Made in Japan 비크림 팝팝파 해지밖에 못해 everyone thank you for joining me in the second episode of my podcast thanks to everyone that's uh, shared it all over social media that's listened to it and i now have an instagram for this podcast it's podcast the number four kura so the pod so the instagram is podcast for kura and i'm sort of making it separate to my trading and selling instagram i don't want to um bombard people with the podcast on that account and I don't really want to uh, focus on the podcast when it's really for trading and selling photocards. It's also been brought to me that the podcast is, I've realised this myself as well, that the podcast sounds and is a lot better without music. I realised that, thank God, one minute into the podcast and <laughs> I can assure you there definitely not be any music this time. So for today, I'm going to be covering... Uh, NCT and Wavy's Lucas situation, Espa's Corinna and Stray Kids Hyunjin reportedly dating, uh, CLC's uh, quote-unquote dismissal that's been revealed in Girls, Girls Planet, AOA, uh, AOA's Mina being caught lying apparently and people started to side with Jimin and I'm going to be covering a lot more. So first, we've got Lucas. This is going to be quite lengthy, so I suggest you grab yourself a, a drink, you grab yourself some popcorn, and you come and sit down, and we're going to talk about this. So obviously, uh, Ten and Yang Yang have come out with the new release of their album, and they had an interview with South China Morning Post, and the reporters, instead of them talking about what they were there for, the new release of their album, they actually brought up Lucas. The pair actually didn't answer the questions about Lucas directly. Like, they they try to dodge it as much as they can as they should. They're there for the new album and things like that. So, they had to, the reporters had to get in there about Lucas. But I'm glad that they didn't really uh, expose Lucas and talk about it that much. Because that's not what they're there for. The Lucas thing started to uh, come out around the 23rd, 25th of August. It was accusations about him gaslighting and him using people for money and things like that. Uh, someone came out of nowhere and tweeted about uh, the tox toxicity in the, their alleged relationship with Lucas, claiming to be his ex-girlfriend and that, in her own words, she wanted to expose his gaslighting and his money-leeching behaviour. She claims that um, after they broke up, this is when the problems began to start and they separated because of Lucas's busy schedule that's not unheard of when K-pop idols date obviously a lot of them a lot of the reasons why they separate with people is because of their busy schedule so after they separated Lucas allegedly reported to ask to see her and meet up with her in a house in her house or in a hotel which he expected her to pay for apparently and she said that this was all because of Lucas didn't want his manager finding out about the bank transfers and the history, so what, like where he'd be spending his money on. She then claims that he would gaslight her, saying that she was the only person that understood him, but he soon cut her off after that, saying that she was burdensome and that he didn't like her because she felt too much like a fan. She then posted screenshots of selfies of him that he supposedly sent to her, and citizens soon debunked everything saying that the voice message came from lucas sending it on fans bubble obviously bubble is um 
they have it for JYP, they have it for SM. It's obviously like this chat thing that idols can talk to you, but sorry to crush everyone's dreams. I have Bubble for Momo, but it's not, okay, I'm, it's not actually them talking to us. It's us, it's them, it's not them talking to us personally. It's they're talking to everyone that's subscribed to the Bubble. And this was where people were saying that the voice note came from. And also that the pictures 100% came from somewhere else. It wasn't him sending them to her. This all actually happened around the time that he was supposed to come out with the song Jalapeno and that was with Hendery. And then after that, two more people came out saying claiming similar situations to the original person, such as gaslighting, money leeching, and also he apparently badmouthed members of NCT and Wavy and that he was cheating on all of the girls. The list honestly goes on, more and more keeps coming out. After the two girls came out, with their accusations, Lucas actually, they allegedly said that Lucas called one of them after they posted it. And after everything, SM and Lucas came out with an apology. In Lucas's apology note, he says that he was sincerely sorry to all of those that he's hurt with his wrongdoings and would like to apologise personally if given the chance to. This actually resulted in him pausing activities such as like jalapeno and everything like that. This was because he wanted to quote unquote reflect. Because of all of this, another accusation came out and the person claimed to be a staff member. They supposedly said that a big fight erupted between Lucas and his manager after being confronted about his lifestyle and what he was doing with all of these girls. They would then go on to explain how Lucas would treat them and the other staff members. The original accuser actually came out with more and started to reveal more about Lucas and their relationship. She claimed that he allegedly started to insist on doing the dirty even though she was on her period. He then mentioned about Chen from EXO, his marriage and his baby, and that he stated that if Lucas's uh, alleged girlfriend was to end up pregnant, that they should marry. I'm not really sure about all of this. I have mixed feelings. The manager reportedly caught Lucas numerous times sneaking out to meet a girl, and this was where the accuser got caught up in her own words. Earlier on, she did say that Lucas didn't want his manager to see all of the credit card transactions and all of that, hence why Lucas allegedly made her pay for everything, such as a hotel, etc. But then people gave their opinions on that, uh, saying that in Lucas' apology, he should have went over what was false and what's true, and the apology note gives the perception that everything that is said in these accusations are true. But what has been found is that these this person in the original accuser actually deleted all of her tweets because she's been found out to be a Sasang fan. And it's also been reported that she belongs to this community of more Sasangs. Also what's coming out now about these accusations is that all of these situations that the accusers have been saying that they've been in these situations with Lucas, they've come from mangas. Yes, you heard it right, mangas. And from this, that we can say that the person, the original, the original accuser deleted their tweets because they wanted to hide the affiliation to the mangas and Lucas. The manga that they were tweeting about is a boy, part of the boy love genre. And it's about a star with model-like proportions and handsome looks. And he's famous for having good personality and what they're arguing is that Lucas is known to have perfect looks and model-like proportions and he's loved by everyone. What they also found about this original accuser is that they also found her phone number 
and her phone number has a plus 62 area code which is traced back to Indonesia and not Korea and it was stated that this alleged girlfriend was Korean so take from that what you will. Original poster is into boy love and she started this based off the boy love so the one the the particular manga that she was reading she changed the character into Lucas and this is where the accusation started from. This is why people are starting to say that the accusers are not who they claim to be. Uh, let me know your opinion on this. That was a lot to cover and <laughs> let me know your opinion on that. I will give you a minute to process all of that news so um, let you have your own thoughts about that. Next is a really weird one. It's apparently there is a dating rumor going around of stray kids hyunjin and espaz karina that are dating so there's this video of hyunjin and he's putting his phone in his pocket and with his lock screen is is on so you can see what's what his lock screen is so this is where karina comes in if you look it onto it you can probably find it somewhere people think that it looks like Karina. But people on the other side of the argument were saying that no, it's Hyunjin's dog. So fans have gone to such great and kind of weird measures to prove that they're dating, such as the blue heart on both of their bubble names, uh, the same song recommendations that they have and so on. So take from that what you will. Compared to the Lucas one that I was doing, that's a very short and brief one. So next is CLC's uh, status and Glass Planet 999. I'm guessing a lot of us have heard already, but we found out kind of what's going on with CLC after Cheshire had been left in the dark about this, about the future of CLC. We found out through the very popular, so to say, survival show, Girls Planet. During a part of the episode, actually, CLC's Eugene actually confirmed that CLC had been quote-unquote dismissed by the company and also that there will be no more team activities. While she didn't actually say the word disband, while Eugene actually didn't say disband herself, Sawn actually removes every single video on her YouTube channel, Produce Sawn, that she spoke about after why she deleted everything. She said herself that she wanted to document her new journey in life. Obviously, this sounds kind of like the videos being removed wasn't entirely her idea but bearing in mind she filmed and edited everything on her own so some people speculate that cube might have had something to do with it and it might be something to do with clc disbanding or separating or whatever before i do cover the mina and the jimin news on a more positive note we've had a lot of new releases um this past these past couple of weeks this past week uh we've got lisa's comeback i absolutely love it we've got Hyanna and Dawn's new comeback and we are just being hit with all of this this um this immaculate music everyone we've got Itzy coming soon we've got twice the feels coming soon I am so excited Stacey's stereotype is just absolutely amazing also side note Hyanna and Dawn are representing so good at the moment I think they really are helping for the future of like I was saying in yesterday's podcast uh the stigma around dating within company, things like dating bans and so on. Also, are we hearing about TXT becoming a third K-pop act in history to chart an album for 11 weeks on Billboard 200? Like, can we all pause and give them a round of applause because they deserve it. Moving on to the Jimin and the Mina situation. I think we all know 
a bit about what's happened there. Mina came out with bullying accusations for Jimin and most of them turned out to be true. I know that the story has a has had a couple of twists and turns within it. Some have been tr turned out to be false as well as being true. And I think that anything that happens now after all of this is that Mina is 100% the victim and that Jimin is the villain. Also, a lot of the people were saying that the rest of the members of AOA are just bystanders and that they just watch everything go on, which I think is wrong, but also I kind of don't believe it, I guess. I mean, what would we all do if we was in a group and the other member was being bullied? I think that we would step in, but I also do think that some of the members may have been scared of Jimin. Dispatch have actually reportedly come out with a transcript and text messages between Mina and Jimin. But here's the weird part, they allegedly have uh, recordings of the members and Jimin and Mina talking in Mina's private house. Jimin's father actually sadly did pass away on the 3rd of April 2020 and also Mina showed up to the wake after the funeral and Jimin actually apologised to Mina and all of the hurt that she's caused her. Dispatch as well attached images of the conversation that Mina and Jimin had on that day. Mina said, the moment you said sorry to me, I lost it. I feel regretful thinking, what if I approached you more? What if I was more honest? Only I am so sorry. The other messages that Dispatched attached in the images were also them being friendly to each other. And that's also probably what Jimin thought as well until July when the first accusations started coming out with Mina accusing Jimin of bullying her for years. Obviously Jimin firstly denied the claims and then Mina started to put more posts on Instagram uh, exposing Jimin. The transcript says that Jimin apologised to Mina numerous amounts of times but doesn't remember anything that she had done. Mina also linked her depression to Jimin's bullying. Choa also said it's difficult for the other members to say anything and Jimin this problem will not be solved by you leaving. If she says she's upset about something just listen. She also added from my perspective we had a busy schedule back then. Could have lashed out on her and Mina could have taken things more personally because she was also stressed. After all of the members met up in Mina's house, Jimin posted her apology on Instagram. Mina had also posted on her Instagram to deny that Jimin apologised. And also on that day, Jimin decided to leave AOA, the company and the entertainment industry altogether. She did not respond to any more of Jimin's Instagram posts and she was basically nowhere to be seen. From about December 2020 until May 2021, Mina did continue to message Jimin, insulting her, guilt tripping her and everything like that. But it didn't stop there, she went on Instagram lives, continued to post about Jimin and basically just carrying on the accusation. So went on a YouTube channel to talk about Jimin even more. Some of the younger staff members in FNC Entertainment also claimed that Mina's sensitivity also uh, resulted in her blowing up on staff members numerous amounts of times. Also, Jimin's neighbours have been speaking out on how much weight Jimin has lost and uh, Kane netizens are starting to uh, get a bit tired of Mina and her innocence as she's basically ruined Jimin's life and she isn't really as innocent as she's seeming out to be. A picture of Jimin did surface and people are seeing that she has lost a bit of weight after a photo with AOA Solhyun and them smiling together in a picture. One netizen commented, I feel so bad for Jimin and Solhyun. 
Solkin especially, she went through so much and she didn't want to negatively affect the team so she even fainted on stage after doing individual promotions on top of group promotions. Now after Amina's inconsistent stories and things not adding up, people are starting to believe the other members and Jimin as well. Let me know your thoughts about Jimin, about Mina, whether they who's lying, who's telling the truth. In other news, Somi has come out with her new single Dum Dum and it's safe to say that I think a lot of people love it, including me. But a couple of blinks are mad after one of her comeback stages on Inkigayo, she was basically wearing the same outfit as Rose in one of her performances of On the Ground. And to make it worse, it also was the same music show. I don't see the problem in them wearing the same outfit. I think it's a quite a cute outfit actually. But people are saying that the stylist should have known better because a lot of female idols are being accused of copying Blackpink nowadays. But on the positive side, people have been commenting about how pretty they both look in the outfit, I agree. But some are wondering why the stylists were dressed in the same. I also agree with that. The hashtag protect TXT trends after they've been getting mobbed in the airport by Sasangs and a manager seemingly pushes Subin into the car in a hostile manner. Hashtag was trending to shed light on TXT's lack of bodyguards and lack of protection. But in a parking lot, they were getting mobbed by Sasangs and also photographers. The manager was the only form of protection around TXT and him and TXT being mobbed by the crowd also made him seemingly push Subin into the van and him hitting his head on the top of the car. This frustrated mowers on Twitter as they also carried on trending the hashtag protecttxt and begged Big Hit, as it now is known as Hype, to get better security for TXT and better protection so things like this don't happen again. Finally, in the last part of today's podcast, I am going to be reading your anonymous confessions, questions or opinions. If you would like to submit your own, please go to my Instagram at momoskura. There will be a link in my bio to fill out a form where you can put in your confessions, questions, an opinion, anything you want and I will read it out in this podcast. One person says, whenever I watch the popular YouTubers, they just seem so unmotivated to collect anymore and are just carrying on for their followers. They are always complaining about how much they have to store and buy for the comebacks. Just stop if you're not enjoying it anymore. I actually don't watch any popular YouTubers that do unboxings and things like that, but I feel like a lot of them will just carry on the YouTube channel just to please their viewers. I know especially for my TikTok, but I also love collecting. I love collecting albums and photo cards. Some people may feel that now that they've got a massive following that they have to collect photo cards and they have to carry on collecting albums just to, for their followers and for their entertainment. Especially for these YouTube people, I know that including me a lot of people do the unboxings on TikTok and they do the photo cards on TikTok but the people on YouTube have a much much bigger following than us on TikTok. So I do feel like they have a responsibility now to keep the YouTube channel up which isn't the case if you if they would like to stop then they can any time. This next person says have you ever gotten self-conscious or embarrassed about sharing others probably in real life or just knowing that you collect k-pop merchandise? Absolutely not I'm actually glad to say this I'm not entirely bothered about anyone that knows that I like k-pop um, my family my dad are all supportive of 
that I like K-pop. Music is music. My friends don't mind me liking K-pop. If even if they didn't, if your friends are clearly bothered, or anyone that you know is bothered by the fact that you just like music in a different language, I think you should hundred percent drop them. Think about it. Why is it not okay for us to like music? that's just in a different language it really makes sense why people will go out of their way to bully people about it i don't get bullied personally but i know people that do or might get bullied about it about having a photo card in their phone case i show it off personally i want people to know that i'm a k-pop stan i'm in the street i'm at school i'm showing the photo card the moment my photo card in the back of my phone and i'm showing my merchandise i don't care and none of you should care either you should uh flaunt that you like k-pop because it's completely fine so no I, I don't get embarrassed at all and nobody else should and finally this last one is asking me about my favorite comeback this year i think obviously from my girls 100 percent alcohol free whole taste of love album absolutely just served so i think that everyone will agree with me on this stacy's asap is is what have they laced in that song also i would like to give an honorable mention to my ultimate bias yugyeom his album point of view you is is so good his voice is like absolute his voice is just something else my mum especially really liked his style i know him and j-bomb like uh r&b music also j-bomb's album recently came out uh this month yeah it came out this month i have that on the way so be sure to see a tiktok about it at Momo's Kora. But that is it for today's podcast thank you so 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 much for listening if you got this far i hope you enjoyed everything that i spoke about today let me know your opinion about it let me know your opinion about my podcast what you'd like to hear from me next my instagram is momos kura but now i have uh instagram for this podcast which is podcast for kura if you would like to submit a confession an opinion or anything like that please go to my the link in my bio at momos kura and submit anything that you'd like and thank you so much for supporting this podcast i really do enjoy making these videos for you if you'd like to hear me speak about any topic or anything like that please message me at podcast for kura on instagram let me know what you liked what you think i should improve on next podcast i will be talking about a lot of things i will mainly be focusing on the controversies in k-pop to do with racism and semitism uh, k-pop idols that have been cancelled on all things like that so do stay tuned for the next episode hope you enjoyed this one and i will see you next time